good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tier 90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time. It's 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Texas Time, 9.40 Michigan and East Coast Time. If you're here and it's live, we're glad to have you here. If it's not live, then you know how to go to SoundCloud Put in, I put in Frank Lomas, Tier 90, and these calls will pop up there, archived back nine plus years down. So that very exciting for that. Very excited for that. The last several months, we've actually been putting the host name and the topic. So if you want to look for a specific topic, you'll, you should be able to find that. Um, prior to that, it was just the host name and the date. So we now have date, host name, and topic included in that for the last several months. With that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I want to welcome you to this call. It is a support call to help you with your TR90 lifestyle changes. If you ever have any questions, you can feel free to voice them either at the beginning of the call or at the end of the call, or um, you can let me know personally, and I will would love to, you know, if I need to do research or find some answers for you, I'm more than happy to do that. With that being said, I come to you with an education background in that I'm an elementary school teacher, and I just absolutely adore this program because it was the first thing that I tried that actually worked for me in the course of many, many years. With that being said, that TR90 program when you're first starting out is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. If you're a larger person, you may need to either increase the number of grams of good protein or you might have to add a fourth meal with 30 grams of protein to it to um, get optimum benefits. Take those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If it's not possible, just take it with your meal. It'll still work. It's just it it won't work quite as effectively as it would have if you could take it 15 to 20 minutes before your meal. Then you need to stay hydrated, and the current thinking on that is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum amount of fluid you should be personally taking in is 50 ounces of fluid daily. If um, you're struggling with that, start with wherever you're at and slowly build up. The best fluid to be hydrating with is, of course, water, but there are other things that um, you can use in that fluid count. Just realize that there are some trade-offs, either with calories or nutrition when you're, say, using a juice or something else, like tea. Some teas, they have a lot of caffeine, and so that that might not necessarily be best. It just all depends on what's best for you. And caffeine tends to be more dehydrating than hydrating, unless it's an herbal tea. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, at least five days a week. That is also a part of that TR90 lifestyle. And if you heard Frank yesterday... He's on 1,331 days, hashtag no days off. He and his wife Jennifer took a 30-day challenge back 
I want to say about three, four years ago, and they haven't taken any days off since they started the challenge because once you get started, you know, it's like, why would I want to take a day off? If I take a day off, then I'll get out of the habit, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So he and his wife do something in exercise of one sort or another every single day. So with that being said, um, so there's the exercise component of this. Getting plenty of good quality rest. Seven to nine hours of rest daily is really important. Um, I have a Fitbit that I actually track my sleep throughout the night, so and I also track exercise and other things on it. Whatever works for you, however you track it, do do what's best for you on that account. Um, seven to eight hours helps your body have a chance to really wind down, get into the REM sleep, which is really good. Your body does a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping. It helps clear out toxins, which is another reason why you, you want to make sure you're drinking plenty of water because that helps to clear some of the toxins out of your system while you're sleeping. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables daily. Um, part of that is not only the nutrition of the micro and macronutrients and the vitamins, but the fiber is also another key component. And it's really important to get that in because that will actually help maintain and help you lose some of that fat, but also help maintain the good physique that you're looking to build. With that being said, I'm sharing some information currently out of a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. And yesterday I was saying that fiber was half of the antidote, and we got through the annals of absorption, the calories and cholesterol, so that was number two. Number three was speed and satiety. Well, number four is fat or fart. With the presence of fiber, some dietary fat will be delayed from absorption in the small intestine. Instead of these fiber-delayed dietary fats, will make it all the way to the colon where they won't be absorbed, thus keeping the insulin low. Although the controversy remains, it is thought that the insoluble fiber contributes more significantly to the effects on obesity and insulin resistance than does the soluble fiber. The downside of this process is that this fiber will generate a lot of nitrogen, carbon dioxide, methane, and a little hydrogen sulfide in the process. In other words, it's fat or fart. So it's, you have to have either one or the other. I forgot to mention the author of this book is Robert H. Lustig, L-U-S-T-I-G, M-D-M-S-L. So number five, bowels and bugs. The human body contains about 10 trillion cells, but your gut harbors about 100 trillion bacteria. They outnumber us 10 to 1. For years, we thought they were just along for the ride, making gas at inappropriate times and visiting upon us the occasional traveler's revenge. But those bacteria are a big part of our energy metabolism. Most of the gut bacteria live in the large intestine and are anaerobic, 
which means they metabolize without oxygen and therefore waste more energy than oxygen burners. Well, if our nutrients, including fat, glucose, and fructose, are absorbed in our small intestines, what do the large intestinal bacteria have left to eat? What we can't absorb, the fiber, and in particular, the soluble fiber. This is why so many fiber supplements such as Physilium, which is spelled P-S-Y-L-L-I-U-M, give people so much gas. There are thousands of species of gut bacteria, but science has thus far focused on three. The Bactiodites, the Teats, the Firmicutes, and the Archaea. Almost Assuredly, the bacteria composition of the gut is one of the factors that promote weight gain on some people. The fiber composition of the diet is one of the factors that determine the bacterial profile because the fiber delivers more nutrients further down the intestine where the bacteria can utilize them for energy. Taken all together, it would appear that altering the fiber content of our diet alters the bacteria content in the gut, allowing for beneficial bacteria to proliferate while keeping the obsiogenic bacteria at bay. So does dietary fiber consumption promote weight loss? Here's where the design of the study makes a big difference. If you keep calorie intake constant and the addition of fiber does not demonstrate significant effects on weight, However, in a free-range situation where people get to choose how much they eat, higher dietary fiber appears to limit total food intake, which likely results in decreased weight. High-fiber foods tend to be less energy-dense, so you are consuming fewer calories for the same quantity of food. Also, they they often require more time to chew giving your body more time to reach its satiety signal, and they move the food through the intestine faster, generating the satiety signal sooner. The role of dietary fiber in the prevention of metabolic diseases is complicated by which kind of fiber you are talking about and what kind of study you are referring to. In the insulin Insulin resistance and the atherosclerosis study, or the IRAS, dietary analysis demonstrated only one item that correlated with insulin sensitivity, fiber. Yet the soluble fiber content did not correlate with the improvement in diabetes risk. For the most part, this improvement in insulin sensitivity was conferred by insoluble fiber, the stringy stuff. So there goes taking soluble fiber supplements such as Visilium. It looks like you have to get your fiber in the food itself and not from a pill. There's only one way to get both soluble and insoluble fiber, the source, and the closer it is to its original form, the better. This concept of food being better than its components will come up again and again. What comes out is just as important as what goes in. It's very clear that fiber is a big deal. 
not just for your bowels, but also for your metabolism. Fiber doesn't get absorbed. There's no blood level of fiber as opposed to levels of micronutrients that improve your metabolic machinery. But by reducing both the dose and the rate of flux of glucose, fructose, and fatty acids entering your bloodstream, fiber keeps your insulin down. By delivering nutrients to the large intestine to allow for fermentation, fiber improves the metabolic machinery and selects for the good bacteria, which help with energy loss from the colon. Finally, fiber limits total food consumption, but has to be eaten in the form of the whole intact food in order to get the full benefit. So you get both the soluble and insoluble fiber. Fiber alone doesn't mitigate all the negative effects of sugar, but it's a hell of a good start, as Dr. Lustig says. Want to reverse your diabetes? Want to improve your metabolic health? Put fiber back on the menu. And um, the next time we meet up, I will actually be sharing exercise, the other half of the antidote, which will be very interesting to hear. At the top of the hour, uh, if you go to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing how to build a new skin business, if that is something that you are interested in. Remember, you do need to get out and get that exercise and getting plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables is always a good way to get that fiber in. This is Susan Mann for December 2nd. 2021 signing up. I'm going to take us all off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. And um, any thoughts or questions you have, I would love to hear them. And there we have it, my friends. Why fiber is half of the solution, and so we want to make sure that we're getting that fiber into our diet. Tomorrow we'll have Victoria up, and she'll be sharing a wonderful meditation to get our week on and off to a fabulous start. Have a wonderful day. Oh, I will. It'll be lots. It'll be lots of fun today. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. Okay. Take care, one and all.